0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Unholy Trinity Podcast: Three Blues, Three Opinions, One Everton Podcast. Welcome to episode one hundred and thirty-two of the Unholy Trinity Podcast, brought to you in association with Sports Social. The UK's undedicated sports podcast network. And also Fanatics taking you through today's show. It's just me and the uh, the the reporter back from his holidays yet again. Lee, Lee has returned. I um, was Portugal.
1: Mate, you know what? It was absolutely perfect. I am just saying to you off air uh, that it was like a tale of two trips. One was 12 so- Southerners, 12 Northerners. So it was like a Ryder Cup. Um but I've lived literally never drank so much in my life. Um, the guys north for the wall like a beer, let's just say that, like wildlings, mate. And then um, the second part was very much a chill break with my mate who lives out there. We just played a bit of tennis and a bit of paddle for anyone that's never heard of that. Anyone that loves a bit of tennis and squash, it's like a combination of the two. So uh, not that I'm promoting it like Andy Murray or anything, but um, but yeah, it was a great, great little trip the second half and just, yeah, a bit, a bit of a... Uh, Rest and relaxation away from the business, mate, and away from Everton because it's ageing all of us, isn't it?
0: Well, yeah, I I'm, I'm. obviously, we're going to get into that because obviously, you, you're, you're away for the Chelsea game, uh, which obviously me, me and Pete covered uh, last week, which was a, a great win, you know, maybe in, in some people's eyes, unexpected. And then we, we, we go into yesterday um, against Leicester, you know, looking at can we can we get three points? Just you know, just don't lose lose the game, but three points would be massive. We come away with a two-one win. and it it means absolutely everything at this stage of the season, doesn't it?
1: Oh mate, I mean literally, um <clears throat> the change that's happened to us in terms of a fan base towards our club is is you know is 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 unbelievable, isn't it, in the last few weeks. Um Massive credit has to go to Lampard and his team um, for for giving us our Everton back, really, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Because there was so much detachment between the fan base and the club, um, particularly during Benitez's spell. You know, I think under Carlo, wasn't there, there was real signs of it, you know, uh, you know, a real sort of camaraderie growing, uh, growing, you know, the way we were playing, you know, we were, gra- we were picking up results, playing different ways, things like that, and, you know, Okay, we weren't necessarily there as fans, but you know we could feel it. Uh, and obviously, having one of the best managers, certainly of his generation, um, at the helm, you know the club was going in the right direction. And suddenly, we couldn't have done more of an about turn if we tried, couldn't we? Going going with Benitez, and then we lost our lost our way completely, and we lost some key players, and you know staff were leaving, you know uh, key staff in that respect as well. And then we just suddenly, go, what the hell's going on with our football club? And then Fair play to Frank, Um, you know, massive kudos in terms of uniting the fan base, but also for me, just having the ball to be able to say, look, this isn't working the way he wants us to play, isn't it? In terms of he clearly wants us to play front foot, football, high press. Have we got the personnel for that? In some cases we have, in a lot of cases we haven't. And and he's realised that, and, you know, and fair play to him. A lot of managers, as we know, we've had them in the past, haven't we, where, they're just massively stubborn, saying this is the way I want to play, regardless of the personnel, regardless of the results. And you know, as I said, he's he's had the sort of now send the balls to turn around and go. You know what? Let's set us up difficult to beat. Um, uh, you know, literally playing with the mid to low block and then um, and and counter with quality. And credit where it's due, mate. It's worked, doesn't it? It's worked in the last 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 few weeks.
0: Yeah, you know he had to do something. You know, we go back to the start of his reign with the you know a four three three, winning the FA Cup against Brentford, the, the win against Leeds at Goodison Park, and you think yeah you know, this is this is a sign of things to come. It's, it's looking good, and then obviously things then just began to unravel a little bit, um, especially the you know the away form has been poor all season. But you know before before yesterday the last one was in in August at Brighton. Um, and and he then, you know, like you say, it wasn't a case that he was stubborn and Kenyon kept on going and going and going with this this same formation. He's he's then, you know, in the the runner games from United really, you know, where we picked up ten points in five games. Um and we've seen a change and he's he's got a formation which makes us difficult to beat. You know, it's it's not you know not great on the eye, but you've got to do it's needs must, you know, with with the players that he's got available, the injuries that we've had, uh, the sides that we've been playing against as well, it's just a case of needs must. And, you know, massive credit to him, massive credit to the players. You know, I think I think Frank Lampard has, has made made football simple again. If, if That's the best way to look at it. And, that, and that's not being offensive to him because what he's done is exactly like what he's got. And the players, I think, are understanding what they need to do a little bit better. It's not confusing them. They all know the role. Um, you know, the, the the show and how disciplined that they can be. Um that continued again against the good Leicester side. Okay, a Leicester side that probably had a little bit of a hangover from from Europe a few days earlier when they, they were knocked out. Um but a good Leicester side you made six changes and you know the still had quality, I thought, throughout the side. And you know, in our wildest dreams, three points would have been Incredible, and, and, and we got them. But I, I think I think credit has just got to go to, you know, we talk about the, the players, the manager, of course, but in terms of the fans, the, the fans have been absolutely sensational. The the work that was done to get fans down to Finch Farm on Saturday, mm-hmm. I was down there, so uh, it was just there was there was hundreds. And it's, you know, those those who have never been down, Finch Lane, it's very very tight. It's uh, it's a, it's a little, little sort of country road. And it was absolutely jam-packed, you know, from about two quarter past two. You know, people singing, the smoke bombs were were going off. Uh, Great to see loads of kids down there with the parents as well. You know, Andros Townsend comes out. He's not in the squad, he's injured. You know, waiting for all the kids, loads of photographs, you know. But we know obviously what kind of man he is. And it was great to see that he had the time to do that. Um, and you know when, when the coach comes out, and Stratland passed at the front by, by the window. You know it's just it, it made everyone's everyone's day, and the noise was was fantastic. And you know the players have you can see by the videos inside the coach. We saw it against Chelsea. We saw it when he left French Farm. The players absolutely love it, and they seem to thrive on it. You know, and isn't it? Well, I saw
1: see? I saw that. I thought Kevin Campbell got asked, didn't he? Um, on I think it was on Twitter. I think he got asked a. You know how do you think the players would feel as an ex-player, being inside the coach and seeing fans like that? The scenes at Chelsea, or against Chelsea, the scenes obviously down at Finch Farm, and he said, "You can't help but be like absolutely like buzzing for that or motivated by it." Do you know what I mean? Because you know the fans have always backed the club, haven't they? They You know, okay, we've had our ups and downs with this set of players. You know, let's have it right. You know, we've had some bad bad showings this season, I'm particularly away from home. But, you know, I mean, I wanted to flip it on you. You went to the game, obviously, uh, Leicester away, and, you know, you've got a first-hand account of what it was actually like, both at Finch Farm, which you went down as well. It's not far from where you live, is it? And then, obviously, you went down to Leicester. I mean, what, what was it like, mate, being obviously a, a, a fan there in the away the away end? Because we don't get to go to many away games as much as we'd like. But, I mean, you know, g- give us an account of what, you, what it was like for you being there and being amongst it. <sighs>
0: It's so. I mean, it's it's so difficult to describe it because I've never known anything like it. I've been, to, you know, over the years, I've been to it to a first year. You know, like you said, we don't get to it as many as we'd as we'd like to get away to. You know, of course not. Um, and and I've got massive respect for those who travel the country to follow the Blues every other week because you know, from an expenses point of view, and you know, the, the sheer commitment of people, especially this season, after what they what they've been saying, yeah, hundred percent yeah. But the, you know, I mean, by the way, the King Power Stadium was an absolute dive. Just want to put that in there. You do a crack in the chicken ball sometimes. <laughs> but it's absolutely, it's it's so dingy and dark when you go in. It's not very particularly inviting for a stadium which your class is fairly new. It's not, a, it's not safe to me or well, anybody. Is, is it like, is it
1: like, the... is it like Pete's favorite place, Pop World in town? Is it? Is that
0: what it's like? Yeah. I'd say I'd say Pop World has got a, a, a slightly a slightly better atmosphere and a slightly more welcoming. <laughs> To be perfectly honest, um, but but yeah, it wasn't what I, I walked in. I wonder what, what I'd walked into so after being stopped and searched and you know, surrounded by sniffing dogs and what have you. Um, it was yeah, it was quite a, quite a heavy security presence. Uh, but went in, the concourse was lively when we when we got through the door, uh, to chain style. Sorry, made our way to our seats after getting me chicken bolted by. And you know the, the noise then started to come up to to the stands when you know when the players out for the warm up. You know the noise the noise was up and before the game, if the fans were great and I've got, I've got to say I've never known anything like it in terms of in, incessant noise for prolonged periods of time. Literally, out of ninety three minutes, if you like, I'd, I'd say we were probably singing for eighty nine half of those minutes. You know it was wow. just incredible. The, the, the ground was shaking. And I was, I asked my mate next to me, I "Said are we moving?" And he said, we are." As we were singing Spirits of the Blues," and everyone was up and, da- the, up and down, it was moving. And I thought, "This is going to go in any minute now." It was just incredible—the noise, um, you know, the sheer jubilation, the sheer passion of the, of the fans. You know, it was absolutely incredible. It, it was like we were outside. You know, you couldn't—I I didn't let the fans even when he scored. I, I struggled to hear them. You know, they had a, they had a big drum. Which was just banging a couple of times when he scored, and they had those stupid clapper things. Um, but no, I, I didn't hear them all game. It was as if we were home. we had three sides of the ground, um, and and the, the players could, there's, there's no way the players could not have fed off that because it pushed them along, you know. Or, 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 Alex be getting his name sung again, Anthony Gordon getting his name sung, yeah, you mean it? You know, a whole repertoire of, of songs, but. Once, once once, we started with Spirits of the Blues That was it, it was just that And the Goodison gang all game Wow, wow
1: I mean,
0: just, It was sensational I mean we, we put a couple of videos up You've, People have probably seen obviously the Everton footage And other fan footage And the stuff that was shown in, over in America on, the, on their networks Where they just listened to the Everton fans After the game um, And you know I was there until 20, 25 minutes after. Didn't move. Didn't want to move. You know, it's, it's a fairly long drive back from Leicester. You know, we had a little bit of a walk to where we parked and didn't want to move. I would have stayed there all day. It was just, it was just wow. sensational. And
1: Was it, was it, um, to, just from that standpoint, was it quite emotional? It certainly was quite emotional yeah. watching it. You know what I mean? Because obviously, obviously it's emotional because of the context of the game, what it meant. You know, we had to try and get the win, obviously for, for obvious reasons, but... It was quite emotional. You have, you know, when you you, you got it's, there's something in it, and it? when you get a collective group of people, like three thousand people in this case, in one space, all pulling in the same direction, you know, and all as you said, just constantly singing at the top of your voice and exactly. that. I mean, it must be quite emotional being part of that, wouldn't it?
0: It was. I mean, I'm always a nervous wreck with Everton anyway. When I watch Everton, and you know, I I was I'm always on edge and. I'm one of those people where, obviously, you, you stand up all game away from home. It's, it's how it is, and I wouldn't, besides half-time, I actually sat down because I had to because I was absolutely knackered from the first half. During the game, I wouldn't even lean back against my seat to take any kind of rest. And my back was killing me. I thought, I can't because it a do a will score. So being superstitious, you know, it's little things like that. But I think the emotion was clearly there. Of, of course it wasn't. And I look around at other people and, there was an older fella next to me and and my and friend and he was he was basically his face was showing how he all felt inside. He was living every minute and he was on his he was on edge and he was his eyes were rolling and he's, he's mumbling and it was just like he, he didn't enjoy any moments within the whole 93 minutes. And that was that was, that was all inside, <laughs> but it was just it was incredible. But the yet yeah, the emotion, the emotion was there, of course. I mean, you know, there's numerous times in, in recent weeks when we've all probably been close to tears. You know, Man United, the Chelsea game, um, and unless there was one of them, you know, it was just sheer emotion, the, the immense pride. I've got, to, I've got to say, immense pride of the Everton fans for, for for being, you know, the way they are, they all come together. Massive, massive respect to, to the fans for them, that the, the county drill bobblers, Hans tours, all those people who circulated the the message on social media to to, to get these kind of things organised. You know. The fans of Finch Farm was incredible such short notice. The Chelsea game was, was incredible. Yesterday was incredible. I think yesterday was another level compared to anything I've ever ever seen when it comes to Everton. And, you know, we said it last week on the show that we, we will do our bit. Whatever we can do to try and get this club over the line and keep them in the Premier League, we'll do it. And anyone who doubted that, as we showed it again yesterday. We would do whatever it takes to, to keep this club in the Premier League and you know, there's no doubting our commitments, and to be honest, I don't doubt the players' commitments, the manager's commitments, because I think we're all united as a, as a fan base, as a player, as players, as as manager and coaching staff, we're all on the same page, and we do what we need to do to win. And um, listen, that you I know mean,
1: what? I, I, Sorry, sir. can you imagine if we actually would bloody won something? Yeah, you know I mean, Or, or oh. we were competing for. You know, look at bloody boys across the park competing on four bloody levels. Can you imagine what we'd be like? You know, I mean, even if we're competing on for one trophy. I mean, in fact, you know, we're a mad, we are a mad club, aren't we? You know, when you think we're just, we're just not a normal, you know what? How many fans, I can't think of any fan bases that would literally be out there with the smoke grenades, sacrifice, you know, that, that Alsatian that went past Chelsea looked like some sort of, some sort some, something out of bloody Valhalla, mate. It was like some sort of sacrificial thing going on with Vikings, you know what I mean? Like literally, like he, he, he was absolutely nuts. You know, he's just been carried over like that, like some sort of sphinx or something. And then, yeah, you know, it's—it's it's unbelievable. And then, and and that, that, that look—it's in adversity we've come together. You know, we'd we'd much rather come together, obviously, at the other end of the table. You know, trying to compete for trophies and that. But I mean, you know, as stupid as it sounds, look at look at Leicester at the end of that season when you know when they really finished on a high, didn't they? um nearly got relegated you know and then suddenly yeah. they carried that momentum into the following season I'm not, look let's have it right you know that for that to happen again is like you know a million to one chance but the fact is they carried that momentum and I, i'm feeling it now you know as a fan i'm sure you are you were there but you're just feeling that momentum that's carrying the players and, and carrying the team and that unity is so powerful in it once you get behind a side lap with such a passionate fan base like we have you know, it, it can take your team up two or three levels. It really can. You know, and it's shown it, it's shown it has. You know, no one embodies that for me more than anyone than, than Alex Awobi since Frank Lampard's come in. I mean, you know, as yeah. clear as day, we've always said that Alex's got talent, you know, and and and, and you could see it in snippets and got like that. But I mean, the lads last few games, the way Frank's changed it up, he's had to play right wing back, and not he? You know, or right back even when we're out we're out of possession because you know, he's been playing, you know, further forward in midfield, and and, and the lad, the, the, it's an incredible, absolutely incredible. You know, his work rate is out of this world, um, and 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 on top of that, you know, he's got quality as well. Look how he's picked out Mikulenko for that goal. You know, I mean, you know, people are saying, oh yeah, he was trying to cross to Richardson. I don't think he was. He took a great touch back off the throw-in. You know, he he's he took Perez out of the game there, and he's put in, he's picked him out at the edge of the box. I mean, I mean, I mean, look. I mean, what a finish, by the way. What an absolute finish that is. I mean, you know, it's coming across him. It's on his favoured foot, obviously, but you've still got to get over the ball there and time that. And he's absolutely caught it perfectly. You know, at first I thought was oh, he shinned that. He hasn't, he's absolutely caught sweet as a nut on the boot, and he do you know what I mean? Great technique, great you know, body shape on it. And Schmeichel had absolutely no chance with it. But but yeah, going back to a like I was saying, I think nothing embodies it. You know, Frank, since he's come in He's had his detractors in some quarters, but you can't deny the fact that he's you know he's really you know brought on the likes of Alex, Iwobi, the likes of um Anthony Gordon in particular, Mikalenko now being integrated into the team, having been a sort of bit part player when he's come through. You know, he's he's clearly had an effect on a lot a lot of these players, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, there has been a few standouts, especially in in recent weeks. Um I mean, obviously you mentioned uh, Alex Iwobi even going back to... That Newcastle game was when he got his goal was, was the moment. wasn't it forever Think A little yeah. bit of, a, of a, an epiphany, if you like. And, and he's, I think he's been excellent ever since. He, he's made the sense on midfield position his own. And he's now made the, the right wing back position his own in this back five. He, I think defensively, if, if you watch him, he, he's, he's awful in the air, but he doesn't go for a head. He hates having the ball. It, it's funny when you yeah. watch him, he just backs away. Like, no, he can have it. But in the tackle, he's strong. He put in a couple of cracking tackles yesterday that would just stop them breaking forward, his recovery pace was good as well. Um did that a couple of times. Obviously I, I agree. I think he was picking out Michalenko. I thought it was a great ball bit for the goal. Um and outside of Jordan Pickford who's been in another and it was in sensational form for the last couple of games. And Obi was probably manning a match outside of Jordan Pickford. Um like you say really come on you know the, the kid's now starting to settle. He's starting week in, week out um defensively I think he's good. And he's a throwback left-back, that's what he is. You know, he is starting to get forward more. And listen, what, what a goal. You know, I'm, I'm behind him on the, on the angle. And as he's hit it, from my angle, the ball was going outside the post. And it comes back in, the bend on the ball. And he never even so he's catches.
1: He's, he's bent it back in, Rivaldo style, is not he? Yeah, you know I mean? It, it was, it was yeah. absolutely
0: sensational. And once he hit, he hit that, I thought, that's it. Uh, and, you know, no-one deserves it more than him after you know, he was going through a hell of a lot. Um, but he's come to a new currency. He's had his detractors, you know, when people make snap judgments so quickly on players. But he's settled down. And now he, he starts week in, week out and, and, and totally deserved. And, you know, it, it it's a great goal. And, you know, I just all in all, we, we faced adversity yesterday. And how many times in the past when we would have been pegged back from an, an appalling goal Defensive mix-up, and you think, "Oh, where we go!" You know, we've we've got got in front of early doors. We can see after after we should have really gone two up to be perfectly honest. with it, through through the Deco- yeah, right. I,
1: what I, I, what happened there, Barry? I've not seen a replay of it yet. It looks like the Corey's if he'd have connected clean with it, to goal, then not it? But he sort of he scuffed it, I think. And then Michael, yeah. it looks it's, like it should be an you. easy save, but he seems to somehow cock it up. Then he and he puts it in his own net. Yeah.
0: I think he's expecting probably a hard better, better contact from the core, right? And when it doesn't happen, he makes a hash of the save and it rolls towards the line, clips the post, and then he grabs all the ball. Oh, very lovely. Um, so he's, he's, if that goes in with two off, then it's, it's a little bit more plain sailing, but then they go down the other end straight away and score. And, you know, from that moment, Mina was too concerned with being physical. That was his problem. You know, when the build up's so that he's getting get hold of, of the uh, center forward, and you think, you know, you're much bigger. Just take, just. No, uh, I wanted
1: that. to mention this actually, because I, I, I think the foot, the foot of the blame here, like, I don't want you to be interested to get your opinion, but I think it lies, lies with Coleman here. I think Mean is in complete control of the situation. And he's basically like he does, he likes to have a bit of a grapple, a bit of contact. You know, that's the type of center back he is. He likes to feel the player. I think he's in complete control of it. And then Sheamus, for me, just needs to drop off. Like five or six yards to, to potentially pick up any sort of pieces that you know from that little sort of altercation, if you like, because you know Mina was always going to maybe nod it back or or whatever. So Coleman just to go right. Well, he's, he's he's obviously grappling with the Nacho here, uh, not the nacho Sorry, um, uh, Daka. Sorry, and then literally all he has to do is just drop off five yards, and he he somehow goes in for a header. I don't know what are you thinking, like. And out of nowhere, he said, they both fall over each other and he's through one on one. I mean, you just then thinking that was the Everton of about four or five weeks ago, was not it? Where we were just making mistakes for fun, like against Burnley and people like that. And I just thought, oh no, what's going on here now? I mean, we you know, like you said, it should have been 2-0, the other end. 30 seconds later, we're looking at one one. But you know what? The power of positivity, mate, the power of positivity, like you said, the fans didn't stop singing, yeah. You know, it's the first time in a while where we've conceded a goal like that and I still didn't feel worried. Do you know what I mean? I didn't feel mm. wo- It's almost like, you know, when you're in a rich vein of form and we haven't even been in a rich vein of form, it just feels, that it just shows you the power of positivity around the club, doesn't it? You know, we could have gone on a lost yeah. the game, don't get me wrong, but it's that feeling, that feeling from the fans spreads to the players of almost like, yeah, well, it's 1-1, so what, we can still win this? Do you know what I mean? And we would have capitulated at 1-1, I think, a few, a few months ago, wouldn't we?
0: Yeah, and that's that. That's really important to point out. As I say, when, when we've had the adversity in the past, in recent times, we have capitulated, and and yesterday we didn't. And from the mistake, you know, for the goal to then losing Yeri Mina, you know, that that's another bit of adversity. Although I think he's had it gone because right. he had it four or five minutes after that as well. They just thought he's, he's there on in the game here. So Keane comes on. I thought he played. He, he played particularly well. I thought Holgate played well. Got his goal. Listen. He did the same last season, do, does it again, um, causing issues at yeah. uh, set pieces. And went to 2-1, and it was just the case of them. Let's have five or ten minutes of a calm. We've gone ahead again. Let's relax. You know, We get to our time. 2-1 up. You know, great, let's let's take it off. Um, and it was just, I think, you know. I think By the way, I love
1: that whole gate celebration before we go on. Uh, he, he was he was absolutely rinsing Dakar. Did you see that? Chelsea yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. did that celebration hand over the face and he's just literally done that in front of the Leicester fans, and he, deliberately? Like absolute yeah, proper yeah. shit house me yeah. that love that. Love that.
0: Well this is the kind of thing though, I know that that's something small, but little things again that we saw yesterday, you know, game management is is the phrase and and you know players players going down for longer than the than they need to when they're getting fouled and you know, taking the time on throw Jordan Pickford holding the ball a little bit longer. Little things like that that we've always been really poor at, especially in recent times. They're the things that win your games and, and, and get your points in. And, you know, the second half, to be fair, Leicester pushed on. Jordan Pickford was, it was in fantastic form, made a couple of excellent, you know, he carried kind the of form from the Chelsea game into that game, always in control. You know, the one from Mendy in the top corner, there was a lot of shouts around me, it's in. And to get his hand this top handle and get that sipped around the post was, was
1: incredible, you know. Incredible save, wasn't it? Um, you know what? If you watch that again, it's it's not just the the save. Obviously, he's gone with his other hand. You know what I mean? But there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion, as long as he saves it. But if you look at his feet movement, I mean, you'll know you're the goalkeepers brigade. But if you look at his feet movement, he's almost read what Mendy's going to do, which obviously is a big part of yeah. being a goalkeeper anyway, trying to read it. And then his feet movement there to get across. To make the save look easier than it was to be honest is the save for me is in the feet movement if you look at it it's incredible to get across you know he's taking probably four or five side steps there quick side steps to, you know to get right across the goal to expect the bender in the far corner and and he's mm. and you know what a save as well obviously we all know we you know one of his biggest attributes is his is his athleticism in it in goal and obviously his reaction speed and everything else and you know, that that that's a hell of a save. That's not for me, that's not that far behind in terms of the save last week against uh, against Chelsea. Um, you know, which could for me potentially go down the save of the season. It should do. Um absolutely yeah. incredible. So but you're right, he's been for me, I would say player of the season. If you were giving that out now, you know, I know Gordon's been a bright spot of the season, but I'd say Pickford, you know, for all all the detractors he had, particularly last season. And patches, you know, a lot of us stuck by him. Let's be fair; there was handfuls that were given it him, but you know, he's been absolutely outstanding, really. Um, probably ever since Carlo really took him out a little bit, didn't he? And rumours that he's been to see a psychologist and things of like that. But I think Carlo managed it brilliantly, really. I think ever since then, his level hasn't really dropped, has it?
0: No, it's it's not. And I think I think having he obviously you had uh, Robin Olsen behind him last season, he was a good deputy. You know, pushing them, pushing them all the way, which helped them. I think he's got a decent deputy behind him in Begovic as well. But you know, we, you know, we attended a, a psychologist, which, which helped them. We had a couple of moments last season, like you say, which Carlos took him out. But I think overall, for eighteen months, two years, I think he's been, he's been consistent. You know, is it, it, is any mistakes to Jonathan pick with me? Makes is always highlighted more and magnified because of who he is. You know, you see mistakes. Ramsdale makes a mistake a week at the moment, and no one says anything about it. You know because he was the golden boy. He's coming through. He's taking Jordan Pickford's place, and he's made mistake after mistake. You know you go back to to the other week when he comes flying out, and and really you know he he because how you should have should have really been sent off. Um, and you know some sometimes positioning's poor, and you know that's not me slagging him off. He, he's a good young goalkeeper. But this is the problem with 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 media nowadays where they put people on a pedestal. Well, you don't see him the same as you see Jordan Pickford. They're waiting for Pickford to make a mistake, to criticise. Whereas with Ramsdale, if he does something well, it's all over the papers. If he makes a mistake, you don't hear about it.
1: And that's the... You know what? It's complete movie. lazy journalism again, isn't it? It's lazy journalism again. The fact that, you know, the phrases that are banded around by most of the press that don't even watch off our games. Oh, that's the, that's the, England's Pickford that's turning up for Everton. Well, no, it's not, mate. If you actually watch any of our games and pay attention to your job, you know he's actually literally been in that sort of form pretty much most of the season um he's been that consistent yeah he's had a, he's had one or two little bits but you know you you cannot go through a season as a keeper without making one or two errors you know what i mean that 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 that's going to happen it's inevitable it's part of the job but to be fair to him he's he's been absolutely, particularly recently where you know he's he's just as important in winning as those points as anybody else um you know some people can point around and go well oh, that's his job you know you're supposed to make yeah but the, that that for me is just, you know, you, you've got to you sort of keep goals out the other end. And at times this season we've been really poor in terms of conceding soft goals. And he's he's been absolutely outstanding. Um, you know, making more saves than he'd probably like, than we'd probably like. Let's have it right. But at the same time, it needs must at the minute. Um and and he, he you know, you're right to praise him there. He's been absolutely outstanding. Yeah,
0: and, and you know, we- He's had two match performances on, on the spin. And um, those those people who you say, like you said, you know, that's what he's there to do. Yeah, he's there to make saves, but he's pulled, he's pulled off in two games, he's pulled off probably four world-class saves, you know, and with some other levels here, and you know, about quality of goalkeepers. And you know, Jordan Pickford is, is a world-class goalkeeper, and the fact that he's now settled down a bit more mentally has made him a better goalkeeper. We know we can be he, he's been rash in the past. We know he's not a particularly commanding goalkeeper, but I think he's getting better and has got better in terms of dealing with crosses and corners and things like that. Um, I'm delighted for him. You know, he you can see what it means to him at the end of the game, and you know, before the game yesterday, he came out first and got a great reception, and he, he made sure he, he knows the fans. And you know, it's just it's just good to see, as I say, that that players, some players and I'm thriving off off you know. With, you know the, the adversity because the adversity has united us all well. and the hope is that you know we stay up this season that is the hope of course it is and then going into next season this continues you know that the fan player manager relationship continues it's what we wanted I i was chatting the other day um to somebody and, and he said isn't it isn't it much better and a much nicer thing to be supporting the club in this way isn't this isn't this better than us all sitting there having a a whinge and a moan and slacking certain players off and etc. And it is, you know, how enjoyable have the last the last eight or nine days been? You know, in adversity, how how enjoyable has it been? It's been incredible.
1: Um, but it's infectious, you know, isn't it, mate. That... It's infectious. You know, I mean, positive yeah. positivity is infectious. Yeah, you know, I mean, just as negativity is infectious as well. You know, where we like you said, where we've sat at Goodison and it's been a library, or it's been as it, as under Rafa where we're sitting off at home to a team that we should be beating. You know what I mean, or a team that we should be certainly taking the game to, which was numerous examples. You know what I mean, and and the only game I can think under Frank where it felt like a bit like Rafa esque, if you like, where it was like that was 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 the Wolves game. You know what I mean, when it was a little bit sort of flat. Um, but to be fair, you know, like I said, since he's come in, he's he's really galvanised the fans, and you know you can you can throw these phrases out there like oh he gets it, and people rinse him, you know rinse people for that. But the point is he's come in, he's clearly was a top player as we all know, so he'll get instant respect from us as fans and, and, and the players as well. Yes, he's a young manager, he's learning his trade, and he's show bits already, a bit of naivety in some games. You know, but I want a manager who embodies, embodies us as a club. And at the moment, you've got to give it to him. He does, you know, he came out twice to you know to, to you guys as fan base as a fan base there yesterday. And and yeah, you know, that's great to see. That's great to see that the manager is coming out. Look, it's easy to come out when you've just had a victory like that, you know. And there will be times where the finger's going to be pointed at him because we've lost and he's got something wrong. The manager always takes, you know, the positives and the negatives. He takes the flack if if things go wrong. But so far, I think he's, you know, I think he's done a he's, he's done a decent job. And and like I said, he, he's you know he's he's had he's had the cojones to actually change it and 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 and, and play in a sort of more pragmatic way, and 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 it's working. You no, know, it's working, and 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 as I said, the fans are buying into it, the players are buying into it. You know, if all we need to do now, fingers crossed, is you know we know it's not over yet, but if we can just get, you know, six points as soon as possible, um, you know, and hopefully, you know, realistically, we'll talk about Watford shortly. You know, we should be going into that now. We're absolutely bouncing, but I, the last thing I want to do is be going into that Arsenal game with something still to play for because. You know, Arsenal are battling their rival Spurs for, for that Champions League place and the last thing we want to do is go into that game where they need a result and then we need a result because that'll be a tough game because, you know, they are, you know, a relatively informed side at the minute.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, of course. I mean, that, you know, yesterday... Um... Was was fantastic, and, and it's important that we we enjoy it. You know, it's it's been a long time coming after what we've we've experienced away from home, especially the season. Enjoy that, enjoy the build up to Watford, of course. But then it's important that as a fan base, and obviously as as players, et cetera, that we can't afford to be complacent. The work's not done. We're not over the line. We, we've turned we turned things around in the space of seven or eight days, and and got ourselves out of the relegation zone, but only by a point. You know, we've got a game in hand, but like we keep on saying. Points are more important than games in hand, Um so enjoy it. You know, I had had the time of my life. <laughs> but yesterday, unbelievable, absolutely loved every minute of the of the, the occasion of the day. Um, and you know, the we look back on that hopefully at the end of the season as being you know one of the, the key moments in it in a really poor season, and, and take take great pride in it as well. Um, so, like you said, you know, the Watford game is coming off. Uh, we, we've got four games left Really important that we, we, we Take this good form and this physical factor into that And we're going to discuss that after this short break Welcome back to the second Part of this week's Unholy Eternity Podcast um, Like I said, all, all eyes on Watford now You know, Watford, the relegation the has been confirmed uh, After the defeat Crystal Palace So when you Face these kinds of sides, Lee, it's one of those Isn't it? You know, It's either the, they play with a freedom because there's no pressure on them. That's what can happen. We've seen it happen in the past. All because we've been relegated. You know, the, the mood around the place is pretty low. The players aren't feeding it. They're, they're looking to, to the summer and to the holidays. And, you know, it, it can then work in, in our favour. But it's, it's a game, like we said, we, we can't afford to be complacent. We, we can't afford to go there and think all our work is done and we're safe. We've got to go there be professional,
1: and, and try and get three points. Well, 100%, mate, 100%. Um, I was about to echo your phrase there. You know, sometimes when you play teams, like you said, I've gone down, you know, there is that sort of, like, pressure off their back straight away. Um, and like you said, they play with a, with a, without any inhibition, freedom, whatever you want to call it. But I looked at that game when they played Palace the other day, and, and they played like they were already down. And I know it was going to be a miracle to stay up, don't get me wrong, and we all know that. But Palace, they went 1-0 in the end, but it, sh- it should have been more. It should have been a lot more. And obviously there was the disharmony at the end around Roy Hodgson spending more time with the Palace fans than he was with the Watford fans, which is obviously brilliant, what we want to see as well. Um, because, you know, that was, yeah, he's well thought of amongst amongst everyone at Palace, after the, you know the decent job he did there, but I'm hoping, like you just said there, that you know, half the fans won't even bother turning up because they're already down. We can maybe buy some even to some allocation in the home end, which I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I think, and, I and, think that's, that's happened already, to be honest. Well, there we go then. That shows you about our fan base again. But And and as you like to call them, you have liked to call them since this podcast started, the Snakes, you know what I mean? Um, with with all the Marco Silver links. So, um, you know, I'm just... Um, We owe them one, don't we? After the Goodison result earlier in the season when we were 2 1 up, you know, in control of the game. And then suddenly we decided to vacate midfield um, and and somehow managed to concede four goals. So um, we owe them one. We definitely owe them one. And, and, you know, Richarlison, obviously, we signed him from Watford. Um, He has turned up against him, hasn't he, in the past as a former player. And you know Richarlison again. At the, you know the other day was absolutely outstanding again. Ran his absolute socks off again, didn't he? In the game, absolutely knackered. But you know, if you know, if, if anything, I think he, get your money on him as a goal scorer this weekend. Oh, sorry, this week. Uh, in the weeks, so I, I think he'll score. I think he'll score a couple this week um, because he's 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 hit a purple patch at the right time. We're right to praise Pitford, We're right to praise awobe Michalenko, and others. But you know, he's been absolutely outstanding recently um and scored some key goals for his and you know, I was at the Leicester game at home and it was a weird sort of game because he probably should have got a hat trick, well he should have done, should have got a hat-trick and he knows it himself. Um hopefully that won't come back to haunt us. but um, you know, I can see Richarlison turning up in this game. Um, and if you know, if the fans back the players, which I'm sure they will, that like they have done again, there'll be another send-off, no doubt, again from Finch Farm. Um, you know, I, I can see is going in that game. If we get that first goal, they've lost, haven't they lost something like 11 in a row or something like that at home? <laughs> something, Some that's, sort of yeah. match that. Um, so, you know, we've got to go there with positivity again. Forget this, you know, all that's Everton remark, you know, typically Everton will bounce in after 11 defeats. and We've got to just go in there and just play with that positivity again. Uh, and I'd play the same way. I'd play the same way. You know what I mean? Again, Yes, we'll probably have a little bit more of the ball. I would play the same way. Just be hard to beat. Try and get as many of the same personnel out there as possible, and, and and just just pick them off. Just pick them off. We've got the quality to do that. I think half their players won't even be asked and won't even be there really. Um, and we have just got to we've got to go there with authority It's just like a team that's in form and and and. Take. And if we can get three points there, um, that's a massive step. Then that's a massive step. And then we've got, like you said, we've got those two home games then coming up. So you know, try and pick it. We'd only need one win from those two then, wouldn't we? Um, you know, even a couple of draws might even be enough um, to, to, to to sort of get our safety, really.
0: Yeah, it's it's it's. I, I'm I mean, I, I hate to, to do predictions and things like that in terms of, you know, looking ahead. And and I've got in my head, I think we need two wins out of four. You know, whatever way they they, they want to come. You know, the sooner the better. You know, the sooner we can guarantee our safety. Hopefully, Sunday is when we can do it. Uh, then, then absolutely fantastic. But Wofford, you know, like you know, let's let's go there with the confidence that we've built. It's you know, we we've worked so hard in, in the last couple of weeks to, to shift momentum. You know, they, we've got to we've got to use that to our advantage now because you know we have we, been written off by many. And again, I can't really say we did this enough. It's not over, of course. But, you know, I think when people saw who we had to play, they wrote us off. Um, and it's credit to the players that, that that we are still in with a really, really good fighting chance to stay in the Premier League. And great chance on Wednesday to go to another really relegated side and pick up three points. It just, you know, it all depends probably how we've re- we recovered as a side from uh, another, you know, for them, it's, it's a it's an energy-sapping game against Leicester. Obviously, a lot of the possession was, was uh, for the opposition. Um, so, it all depends who, who comes through it. Obviously, Yeri Mina, the chances are he's not going to be fit. So, Michael Keane will probably slots in. Uh, Michalenko went off. It appeared to be cramped, so it so should be OK. You know, we've got a couple of players who, you know, maybe we could throw Rondon in the middle for, for, for 60. Maybe Donk will come in and give us an hour, you know, to, to, just to give give a bit of a, a rest and sign and sort of, Get a couple of players refreshed for the weekend, but there's, there's no more important game than the next game, and that's Watford. So we, whoever's whoever's fit, ready, feeding, energised, get them on the pitch. You know we we've got to go in there, all guns blazing, and and hopefully we can we can come away with the with the three points. Um, and it won't be very very similar, again in terms of, um, you know that formation as much as you think. You know it's Watford, it's not. Your, your Chelsea's and you unless and they're away and things like that and Liverpool, but you know if, it, if it's not broke they'll fix it. We can play the same way, probably get it more more on the counter against Watford than we have against other sides. You know they they'll give us that. Um, I think Ben Foster was saying as well. Did did he say the day that if things aren't going away after sixty minutes that, that the players really struggling, these sort of the heads go down massively. So we've got to we've got to look at that and, and use that as fuel for ourselves. You know and also Ben Ben Foster said I'll. You know, when you come to Goodison Park, how great it is to sort of get our fans turned against our own players. So we he's owed one as well from us. So use it all as as, yeah. as fuel, um, and, and go going there with confidence because you've earned it. You, you've earned the right to be confident, but you've not earned the right um, to to be basically not on the ball. You you can't be. You cannot be complacent. You've just got to go in there and be professional like you've shown them great chance, great chance for us and the away end will be bouncing again obviously sold out like I said and I'm hearing numerous of fans in the home end. him um, in that corner by the away fans it's going to be a send off tomorrow at Finch Farm, course past three I think it is the coach will be will be leaving to, to probably go to a drunk station so with this, listen, if you're in the area um, get down there if, you, if you've got some time owing and work get yourself down there You know, if you haven't got any time owing and work, get yourself down there You know, whatever you can do to help the lads help the manager the coach and staff you know show them again you know we, we we've all worked hard we're all knackered after the last week or so not long ago now to keep this club in the premier league and then we can then hopefully look forward to the summer to new kits to Bramley moore again and things like that um but vitally important that we all do our our part yes again
1: um, totally but, agree i totally agree 24. and then they've lost seven at the last eight Watford as well haven't they you know home oh, oh, man away and and like I said before we owe him one after that game you know obviously Josh King I don't think he's done anything since that Goodison game has he you know what I mean so I don't want to attempt fate obviously but he's he, you know he, he scored a hat-trick there like he had a point to prove so we've got to turn up with a point to prove um, and as I said I fancy Richarlison turning up in that game um, he has done in the past against his former club and you know, they had, obviously, their left-back sent off as well. Nate Kamara went off, who's a key player for them. Uh, Cleverly went off injured. Uh, one of their centre-backs went off injured as well. Um, so, you know, they've still got threats. They still carry a threat. Emmanuel Dennis has been a great signing for them. We all know about Saar, Ismaila Saar, who's obviously a talented kid. He'll probably end up getting a move. So will Dennis um, at the end of the season. So, you know, it's not a foregone conclusion, but, you know, we couldn't have asked for a better game now. If you've got an away game coming up, obviously we prefer it at home, but if you've got an away game coming up now, you know, these are the guys you want to play. And, you know, looking ahead slightly without getting too far at the minute, you know, Palace are really in half-decent form at the minute. You know, they're playing with confidence. Um, you know, they've won they've won the last two games. Uh, they had a bit of a, an iffy run after beating, beating us an Arsenal. Um, they lost three on the spin, but then they turned it back round again. And you know, we all know how talented some of those kids are, you know, the likes of Eze and Elise and people like that. And Zahar's hit a bit of form. So, you know, that's not even though we have got them at home, as we know, it'll always be a tough game against Palace. We've always had, you know, some ding dong matches against them at Goodison. normally under the lights as well, haven't we? So um and obviously Brentford as well. Brentford have hit a little bit of form as well. You know, they've you know to, to get themselves out of trouble. So, you know, whilst our home form has been, you know. Fantastic under Lampard. I think we swung seven out of nine in all comps under him. Um which doesn't get reported on enough to be honest. The press don't tend to focus on that. They tend to focus on the away form, which is ridiculous. But um but yeah, so you know, for me, like you just said there, it's a real opportunity against a team that's already down here to pick up three points. And that takes us then, you know, into well it takes on to thirty eight, doesn't it? And that's a real chance then a real chance of sort of getting ourselves out of trouble. Um, but like you just said, there's only one point in it still. And as as mad as this season's been, you know, I know Leeds have got a tough game, haven't they, at the weekend against Spurs. But, you know, mad, you know the last thing we want to do is drop points here and then suddenly Burnley and Leeds pick up something and we're back in the mire again, aren't we? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, Le- Leeds, it's important, Leeds as positive as we've been, to do that, yeah. Le- Leeds are
0: playing Chelsea, aren't they, the weekend?
1: Oh, was it Chelsea? Sorry, um, I thought it was Spurs, yeah.
0: Uh, Burnley, Burnley go away to Spurs. Um, oh, sorry, Le- Leeds are playing Chelsea. The same night as we're playing Watford. I'm sorry, and then Burnley, Burnley go away to Spurs at the weekend. So Le- Leeds and have got a couple of on paper they, they look not quite as, as difficult uh, the matches. But listen, every every game this time of the season is difficult. So we can't be thinking, oh, you know, we we've got Brentford and Palace with only six points because it's not 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 as guaranteed. So the sooner we can get these points on the board, and and hopefully cement our place in the Premier League, the better. We've just got to look at next game, go and win it. You know, let's let's get let's get four points clear of, of the um, the bottom three because Burnley aren't playing this week, so we'll all be on the same games. Let's get four points clear with three to play, you know, and then let's finish the job at the weekend. That's the focus. That's what we've got to do. Um, we don't want to be over to last last game of the season trying to find something. You know, we we. We can't be relying on Chelsea to do us a favour against Leeds. We can't be relying on Spurs to do us a favour against Burnley. Do it yourself. You know, as, we, as we've done the last week or so, do it, do it yourself. Um, so we go there hopeful, as I say, but we also go there not not being completions is, is the key. And I'm sure the players won't, the manager won't allow it. You, you know, the way he talks after the game yesterday, you know, he's beaming, obviously, with pride. Ah! Uh, us fans and, and his players and you know we Lampard loves it. He absolutely loves it. The fact he came back out yesterday, you know, twenty minutes after the game it was just incredible to, to see a manager do that and, and appreciate what we've done as fans. Um but the way he speaks, you know, he says, listen, we can enjoy it, but it's three points. It's nothing more than three points. It doesn't do anything else. It gives us three points and we go into, you know, after after last night today, our focus now is on Watford. You know, recovery sessions, training tomorrow, on the coach on the team, down to London and then we focus on, on Wofford and that's how it's gotta be. One game at a time. Take take we only just take our leave from the manager, simple as that. Um but what are you what are, what's your prediction, Lee? What are you going for?
1: Well, you know, the positivity of the sense around the club right now. As I said, we couldn't have asked for a for a better game. So I, I think we'll bounce into it, mate. And if we get that first goal, like I said, that'll really their heads will drop. Um, we can't give them a sniff, can we? We can't be making any mistakes that we made to concede the other day. But you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to say three-one Everton. I think they'll, I think they'll get a goal because they, they carry a bit of a threat, as I said, in Dennis and and, and Saw, but um, and certainly King as well as we know. But I, I, I just think well, the, the mood we're in right now as a, as a club, as a fan base. You know, set of players. The players will be bouncing. You know, yeah, like you said, there will be gassing a little bit. There will be little niggles and injuries, things like that. But they're just going to want to play now, aren't they? They're just going to want to play. You know, it's important to ride this wave and ride the momentum. Uh, and it's really important. If we get those three points, it would take a minor miracle then for us to go down from there, wouldn't it? Um, so it's a real, it's a it's a real opportunity to to, to, to hopefully uh, put put this season to bed. Um, and yeah, I think the players will get, will will do it. And I am gonna say three
0: one. I I'm 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 hopefully you and I'm feeling positive. You know, that Sunday's definitely definitely brought even more positivity that we can now go away from home. You said we can't rely on home games, we've now shown we can go away from home against a decent side and win a game. So it gives you more positivity. I'm gonna say two one Everton. I think we'll do it. I think it'll be it'll be nervy at times. Uh, but but I I backed the lads to go there, be professional, you know. be side has already been relegated, um, and 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 one step closer to 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 being safe. Um, and then all eyes on Sunday. But fingers crossed, fingers crossed. It's another positive way way performance and a massive respect to all the Evertonians traveling down down there midweek. You know, shocking shocking the fixture planning again. But uh, you know, massive massive respect to everyone traveling down there. Um, but that's us for today um us for this week appreciate everyone listening in once again if you can do please do graces on Spotify or or iTunes uh, it does it does help us it does mean a lot as well uh, assume it's a good rating. If it's, if it's not five stars then don't don't give us one um <laughs> that's probably the best <laughs> uh, but no, we do we do appreciate it um, and we will be back we'll be back on Sunday. Uh, Post-Brentford to look back on on that, and obviously, obviously, Warford. Hopefully, it's a positive week for Everton once again, and we can we can secure our place in the in the Premier League. So we'll catch you then.
1: The Unholy Trinity Podcast: Three Blues, Three Opinions, One Everton Podcast.